back, everybody, to episode 14, part 14 of This Is Why I Drink. I'm Jeremy, and forgive me for the little two-week hiatus right there without posting any new episodes. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes business business, normal, normal jobs and gigs get in the way of the hobby, the side passion, so on and so forth, and you have to hit the pause button on the hobbies and the passion so that you can take care of business business. But again, welcome back. It's good to be back in the studio. I'm not going to lie. I've been, I've been chomping at the bit lately with all the crap going on in society. And, uh, it, it's legitimately at a point where if you don't have enough backing sponsors or something of that nature to do this as a full-time vocation, you honestly can't keep up with how fucking stupid everybody is in society anymore in today's world. It's hilarious how badly, everything just falls apart one day after another. And just, and I'm not going to get into every single detail of what's been going on. Cause I don't have enough time. And I know that the guy that records for me in the studio he has at his house is a, uh, he's, he's a little dragon right now. Cause he's had a lot of other gigs going on too. So thank you to him very much for letting me come in tonight so I can get back on track with all this. And tonight we're going to get into <laughs> uh the constant shit show that is the NFL. So again, welcome back to This Is Why I Drink. This is episode 14. This is called Antonio Brown, Tenderized Meat, Gold Diggers, and the Weaponized Victim Card. So let's get after it. As I said, you you can't have an NFL season without some form of bullshit domestic violence scandal because these dipshits just can't seem to get their head out of the ghetto long enough to actually build a solid career. I don't understand it. You go, so many morons, Ray Rice, Kareem Hunt, and I'm a Chiefs fan for God's sake. Dumbass. Absolute dumbass. And now Antonio Brown. This one is hilarious to me because of the fact that this woman's not going to get a fucking dime. Now I'll get into why here in a second. She's not going to get shit. And it, it just blows my mind over and over again how pro athletes cannot seem to stop fucking up. I mean, what is wrong with these guys? They're making more money than the greats that pave the way for them ever dreamed of making during, during their career. People can say inflation this, inflation that, bullshit. Not even close. There's no way that Magic Johnson's 25-year, $25 million contract with the Lakers adds up to these $200 million contracts over five years or so in the NBA. Those guys don't deserve shit compared to Magic. LeBron, nah, suck my hemorrhoid-laden butthole, all right? Seriously, you're not worth near what Magic was, what Larry was, what Michael was, and none of them got paid this. Yet you've got guys like Antonio Brown who signed... I believe, let me make sure just because I don't want to sit there and talk out of my backside too much. Yes, on February 27th, 2017, he signed a four-year extension with the Steelers worth $68 million, 19 guaranteed, and $17 million as his annual salary. And it made him the highest paid receiver in the NFL at that time. Yet, as... The next two years went on. He just did more and more and more stupid shit. For no reason. 
And now he doesn't have a fucking pot to piss in. He lost a $30 million signing bonus with the Raiders, or guaranteed money anyway. He lost $9 million guaranteed by the Patriots, and I'll get into that here in a second. So you got $38 million, plus he got fined. He called the GM of the Oakland Raiders a cracker. While I think that term is hilarious because I call myself that all the time because I don't give a shit, I literally don't. I think that I think that word is phenomenal. Somebody calls me a cracker, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> call me that again, that's awesome. Because I don't care. But how stupid do you have to be to sit there and say something like that to the GM and think that there are going to be no repercussions, especially in today's society, where as we know from the first 13 episodes of This Is Why I Drink, that the term racism, racist, anything along those lines is thrown around like fucking parade confetti because everybody's an overly sensitive fucking mental child. And then he thinks he can get away with that just because he tans better than the GM. Stupid, 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 stupid. So now he's not, he doesn't have a pot to piss in. And as I said, I'd get into why I can't fault the Patriots for letting him go on any scale is because of the fact that, think about it logically. Had any of these allegations come to light and actually stuck after they probe and continuously do all their investigating and he gets put on the exempt list, well, the Patriots can't use him anyway. They can't use, and they're, and they're out money. So instead, it's a business move, and it's a smart business move. So instead of saying, ah, oh, you know, we'll keep him and just see, we don't think it's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. We can, yeah, we can, we can wait this out. And then all of a sudden, anything that he's being, um, Anything, any of the allegations, I can't even talk right now, sorry. Any of the allegations that have been put out against him actually stick. They can't use him because he's on the exempt list. They're out money. And now the Patriots look just as bad as the Ravens with Ray Rice, the Chiefs with Kareem Hunt, and every other dipshit that's ever done anything. The fucking San Francisco 49ers for damn near four years in a row with all their stupid shit. And other than... People talking about craft in the massage parlor. <laughs> uh, that one's too good. Uh, did anybody sidebar? Did anybody ever see the meme that came out, or it was a, it was a fake Twitter post, I believe, where it was a fake Twitter post by Robert Kraft, where it said, "In my defense, it's really hard to do it by myself with six rings on my hand." That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Uh, that was by far my favorite one that I ever saw about that. But beyond that debacle and de- and beyond deflate gate, the Patriots have a very, very high standard, especially with Belichick. And when Antonio Brown went to the Patriots, I thought this is the only fit that makes any kind of sense because Belichick is the only one that can literally look a player in the eye, no matter how high profile that player is and say, legitimately right to their face. Um, I mean, do you, do you want to play football or not? You really don't have another fucking option. Do you want to play or not? I don't care. I really don't one way or the other, because the game doesn't need you. You need the game and we're going to keep doing our thing with or without you. So, yeah. Let me know what you want to do, princess, because we got shit to do over here. So don't take too long playing around in your fucking pixie dust. 
<laughs> Belichick is the only one that could legitimately look a player in the eye, say that shit, and have it be somebody like an Antonio Brown or a Randy Moss. And they'll go, no, yes, coach. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Hey, wait, wait, wait. And just like piss their fucking pampers to play for the guy because of how good his system is. It is the most insanely simple turnkey system on the planet when it comes to pro sports. Nobody else has been able to duplicate something like that. I mean, and again, I'm not a Patriots fan per se. I just respect the shit out of what they've done because it took them half the time to win six Super Bowls compared to the Pittsburgh Steelers. It took the Steelers 40 fucking years. It took the Patriots 20. And people talk about how the athletes in the NFL now are more advanced. They're stronger. They're faster. All this stuff isn't they're talking about how much better physically they are on every single scale and yet guess what every other year the Patriots since 20 the 2014 season every other year the Patriots have won the Super Bowl if not also been in the Super Bowl I mean you got the 2014-2015 season Patriots against the Seahawks Patriots won next year Nobody was going to stop the Broncos with or without old man Manning with one fucking leg and no hands that he can, or hands he can't even feel just because their defense was that dominant. Then the year after that, Patriots go back to the Super Bowl and beat the Falcons. The year after that, they go back to the Super Bowl and that Eagles team was just a juggernaut. I mean, they they had the game wrapped up before it even started in my mind and I knew they were going to win. And then last year, the Patriots going against the high-flying Rams and humble the shit out of them. I mean, the Rams couldn't do a fucking thing last year. So, what is that? 2014, 2015, 16, 17, 18. So, in five seasons, the Patriots have been in four out of the five Super Bowls and won three of them. That's pretty fucking good. So, if you want to play for a team that's got a shot to win a ring... They're a pretty good shot, especially with a 75-year-old quarterback. I'm kidding. If Tom Brady ever hears this, I know he's not 75. But the point is, these athletes cannot stop fucking up having a golden goose handed to them. And I don't get it. I don't understand it. Not to mention the fact that the reason I call it tenderized meat is because of the second instance that Brittany Taylor tried to claim was Antonio's fault here in a second. We got to jump to number three where I say gold diggers because if Brittany Taylor gets a single fucking dime out of this, I will lose even more faith in humanity. And I'm not kidding when I say that. This Gold digging trollop doesn't deserve a single fucking red cent. And for any woman out there listening to me right now that thinks I'm hateful, misogynistic, and whatever else you want to call me for saying that, shut up. I'm dead serious. Just don't even talk. Because when I run down the situations that occurred between Taylor and Antonio Brown, no woman in her right mind that thinks moderately logical can even try to say that this woman deserves a single fucking dime. She doesn't. She's looking for a payday. Just like the kid or the chick with Kareem Hunt last year looking for a payday because there's no reason her underage ass should have been there. 
There's no reason to yell the N-word out at the guy just because of the fact that you're not getting the attention that you want. Come on. That's just idiotic. So, yeah, she's she's legitimately a gold-digging little freaking trollop. Absolute worthless sack of shit right there. And now, let's dive into all this because ever since this stuff all hit the fan about the harassment allegations, the assault allegations and all that, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, it's not unbelievable because it's Antonio Brown And ever since he took the shot to the head in the playoffs in 2016, he has not been the same at all. He's been, he's been definitely off his rocker. I mean, he was, he was a different type of dude before that. He's a, he's just lost his shit though, ever since then. And then during this last off season, when he had all these locker room scuffles with big Ben leading up to the end of the season, and then he goes and dyes his mustache blonde puts black and blue looking like fucking Cheeto puff curls in his hair. And every time he smiles, one eye cocks smaller and the other eye gets bigger. Almost like God, (laughs) I think it's the movie, the new guy or something where this guy's in jail with Eddie Griffin, little skinny white dude from, (laughs) And and he tries to crack this look every time. That's literally what it reminded me of. So I had to post a meme on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for the This Is Why I Drink account. And I had to call out Kaepernick initially because that dude used to just look like a normal guy. And then all of a sudden, he decides to grow out this big old nappy afro and loses his mind about the most bullshit, two-faced approach to handling ethnic issues in the country. And I said, he looked like Charles Manson knocked up Whoopi Goldberg. And I posted that fucking picture. So if anybody ever wants to see that, it's on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for the, this is why I drink official pages. Cause he just lost his shit too. And yeah, he looked like Charles Manson knocked up Whoopi Goldberg. Not a good combination. And then I had to post one of Antonio Brown when he used to look somewhat normal and then what he looked like this last offseason. And I was like, this guy looks like Rip Taylor's fucking bastard child right now. Because he did. He just looks like he's lost his goddamn mind. And I think he really has lost his fucking mind. Because how are you going to go from signing with the Raiders, which is just a fucking horrible deal. Getting out of that, signing with your best chance in your career to win a ring with the Patriots. Losing that because of all these allegations, thanking the Patriots for the opportunity, and then less than a week later, losing your fucking mind by just going on this unstable emotional rant on Twitter that makes no sense because all you're doing is burying yourself further. You legitimately Kaepernicked yourself. Nobody's going to want to touch you anymore because they know that you're unstable as shit and you're just a drama queen and you're a problem. You're a fucking cancer. Dude, you Kaepernicked yourself. It's just like saying somebody who has dirt on the Clintons got Hillaryed. Anybody that does this stupid shit in the NFL from now on should say, well, he Kaepernicked. That should be how it's cute or called. Uh, anyway, but, but just fucking hey, man. Yes, I partially believed it again because he's a nut job. 
He is a fucking nut job. There's no doubt about it. None whatsoever. And then I was chatting it up with somebody uh, at a little pub near where I live. And I hadn't really dug into the, the issues much because I was like, fuck it. It's Antonio Brown. We'll find out something soon. And he told me that there were three separate instances with the same woman. And I looked at him and go, what? He said, yeah, there were three separate instances with the same girl that was his trainer. I'm going, first off, why the shit does a male NFL athlete have a female trainer that he works with one-on-one? That's just asking for a fucking nightmare. Whoever thought that was a good idea is an idiot. That should never happen. Ever. Do not put these hyper-hormone, testosterone-driven athletes one-on-one in private with a female trainer. If you don't think that guy is going to be walking around with redwood for days just thinking about what he could do to that woman in private, you are a fucking moron. That's just stupid. That should never have happened. Whoever came up with that is an idiot. And then again, three separate times. So the first time, apparently Antonio Brown exposes himself to Brittany Taylor during a training session and then forcibly kisses her. So one, he whips his dick out in front of her during a training session, which I would immediately be like, I'm out if I'm her. And then she sticks around long enough to have him forcibly kiss her, which ultimately means pinning her in a position where she cannot move and laying one on her. Whether his dick was still out or not at that point, I don't really care. Just rubbing it up on her, you know, whatever, like, what's up, Chica? But she stuck around long enough for him to forcibly kiss her after whipping his dick out. And she did not immediately file charges. She did not immediately quit being his trainer. Nothing. She actually came back to work with him again. So that as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, she's done. You're shitting me, right? If anybody actually gives this woman a dime... Our country is even more fucked up than I thought in backwards when it comes to weaponized victimhood women. You got to be shitting me here. Then the second time, Brittany Taylor claims that she was at Antonio Brown's home at his fucking house. Not a public facility with other people supervising that could easily see what was going on. Not a training facility for the Steelers. Nothing like that. Not a gym. She's at his goddamn house watching television. This dumb sack of shit female. After having him whip it out in front of her and then forcibly kiss her. Says, you know what? It's okay. I just go over and I'll like hang out and watch TV and everything will be cool and it'll be fine. And then 
While she's sitting there watching TV, Antonio Brown whips it out again and starts masturbating behind her. And she doesn't do shit. She doesn't hit it to get him away from her. She doesn't jump up and run away. She doesn't call anybody. She doesn't do a goddamn thing. She sits her ass there, lets him beat off, i.e. tenderizing his meat. (laughs) And then he comes on her. I don't get it. Whips it out, forcibly kisses her. Nothing. Hangs out at his fucking home. Let's him beat off in front of her and then comes on her back and still doesn't say anything. Then this dumb ass woman actually goes back after saying, and I quote, this is the, okay, this line is absolutely the dumbest shit I've, I've read in this article. Taylor said she was shocked and deeply embarrassed by this assault and and his degrading text messages because apparently Antonio bragged about beating off and coming on her after he did it. This guy fucking brags about it. Then instead of immediately getting an attorney and just chalking all this up for millions and millions of dollars that she could have easily gotten out of him, She is so mentally fucking inept that she not only doesn't do anything after a third situation and then the NFL investigation and blah, blah, blah. She says she was shocked and deeply embarrassed. You dumb son of a bitch. You've got to be kidding me. And then in the third situation, apparently... Antonio Brown apologized and promised it would never happen again. And this stupid woman believed him. This guy's fucking crazy. And so is she, to be honest. Because then in the third situation, somehow, someway, after her dumbass believes what he says, she just happens to end up in a position with him alone again for the third time. Somehow they're near a bed. And then he forces himself onto her, holds her down and penetrates her and rapes her while she's screaming. No, 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 stop. You didn't fucking scream. No one stop. I don't believe a word this woman says anymore. She didn't do shit after the first one. When he whipped it out. She didn't do shit after the second one when he jizzed on her. I mean, this is <laughs> as bad as it's going to sound. <laughs> I mean, this is just progression. Exposure. Personal masturbation and ejaculation. Intercourse. Use your fucking brains. She doesn't deserve shit. At all. And yet she's trying to play the weaponized victim card because she's a woman. Folks, I can't tell you how happy I am that our country is finally starting to come back a little bit to use some logic in these types of situations, even though these athletes are idiots for doing any of this shit. 
they are just complete fucking morons for doing any of it. I am happy as hell that our society is coming back on some scale to starting to say, we need to look at the actual evidence here. We need to look at the the situations that occurred. We need to be able to look at it as objectively as possible. Yes, this person is a female. Yes, it sucks. It's horrible that it happened. But we can't just sit there and say, okay, we're going to prosecute this guy now because of the fact that she's a woman. We have to take a look at the evidence. I am so happy that we're starting to come back to that. Because for a few years prior to now, we were going off the deep end where as soon as a female would make an allegation, it was just fucking payday for that woman. And God, that was driving me crazy. The Me Too movement, fuck off. All right. And the reason I say that is because anybody that truly had a legit case against predators that harm them and rape them and abuse them physically or whatever. Those individuals that actually needed the help were completely drowned out by all the high profile shit where people were just trying to get paid. And those people that were just trying to get paid, you should feel fucking ashamed of yourself and you should never ever open your goddamn mouth again. If something happens to you because you tanked any other opportunity for the real victims to have a chance at making a change. So women like Brittany Taylor, Brittany Taylor, you are a weaponized victim, gold digging trollop. You are not worth a shit. And you should never, ever open your mouth again when it comes to anything that happens to you because you're just a lying piece of shit. I had to get that one out there because this whole situation is just completely stupid and any human being male or female gay straight whatever that plays the bullshit weaponized victim card to try to twist things around just because they can't handle their own personal circumstances and has no humility and personal account and personal accountability to stand up and say this is on me This is my fault and tries to pacify and put it on other people. You stupid sons of bitches are those idiots that are holding this country back. I will say it till the day is long. You are part of the problem and you should keep your mouth shut and let the rest of us that actually want to try to fix all this truly work together to fix it because you're not going to help it. Folks through me The blind become sighted, and this is why I drink. Take care.